0: My daughter and my wife deserve the greatness that I know I can be. What up, people? Welcome to another episode of the Positive Self Storyteller Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and this is a platform I use to talk about all things mental health and positive growth mindset. Now, today my guest, she is a host of the Healing Feeling Shit Show podcast. What a great name, by the way, and. Uh, a psychotherapist. Her name is Rachel Kaplan. Hey Rachel, how are you?
1: Um, I'm so good. I'm really great or glad to be with you, Ryan. How yeah. are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Massive time zone, like eight hours difference, right? I think it is.
1: Uh-huh. It's um 1 30 p.m. for me. How about yeah. you?
0: So yeah, just uh just gone 9 30. So there we go. Yeah. And again, another clubhouse connect connect mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a mood? Connecty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll take it. So um you know, thank God for Clubhouse, and where we can manage to do this, and I get people on like yourself, uh, amazing guests who have a big story, a lot of experience surrounding the topics and the themes of this podcast to share and add value. You know, if, like I say, we can add value to one person, then it's a an episode worth giving.
1: So. Mm, beautiful,
0: most definitely. Okay, so you say here that you're a psychotherapist and the host of the Healing Feeling Shit Show podcast. For the so what does a psychotherapist actually do? Like, how do you, how do you get into it? And what are you actually, um, what's your practice? How does that form?
1: So how I got into it is a big question. Um, and it's a good place to start just because it's how I became so obsessed with healing and where really the bulk of everything I have to offer comes from. And that is that my first love when I was 14, my first boyfriend committed suicide. We were uh-huh. both almost 15. Um, and for anyone who's been near suicide, you know how devastating it is. It was absolutely, you know, annihilating for my little teenage self. And but by 15, it sent me on a pretty relentless pursuit to study healing, and that brought me all over the world. I'm primarily, initially focused on studying Eastern traditions, yoga and meditation, mindfulness. Um, And by 24, I was in grad school to become a psychotherapist, which is, it's basically our, it's the master's level in America version of a psychologist. So, um, you know, most people with my degree are doing private practice, but they're um, MFTs, marriage and family therapists, uh, or psychotherapists doing all kinds of work, um, working with communities. So I started that journey as a 24-year-old. At this point, I've been in practice for 16 years. And, um, what I just to like kind of arc in both, both things that I'm, I'm here standing on the, the other thing, the healing, feeling shit show. And thanks for the kudos on, on the title shout out. Um, it was really amazing when it finally landed in my head. Like, what is the name? I'm like, is it emotional, like emotional potty training, emotional colonics? And then boom, there it was. But,
0: um, it's crazy name.
1: yeah. Well, and I'll right. talk about why why yes. I am talking so much about shit. Um
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Am all I
1: allowed to swear? I guess oh, yeah, you already yeah, said the name of Okay, fine. great. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fine. fucking
1: great. Okay. <laughs> um so basically I you know well into even my professional life as a healer, probably, you know, about a decade into sitting with clients, um supporting them with their mental health, helping them with their feelings, um I still feel like I was walking around fairly crippled, fairly um compartmentalize that there was still a part of me that still felt like worthless or not enough or anxious, all these things. And and it really enabled me to see that both in peers professionally and also just everyone. It's like I think a lot of us are just managing um and kind of compensating for some of the core beliefs that were not good enough. And um it was actually in this really powerful work with someone who's more of an earth based healer um, initiated into a Native American Line of healing that was life changing for me. And it was really, I mean, there were a few pieces to it. It was nothing like therapy, it was really built around partially primitive earth skill and like learning various very grounded things like learning how to bring forth a fire through friction through a a set of like wood that I harvested and carved myself like that was like one of the pinnacles of my work with him like
0: proper getting back to like that nature therapy being one with the earth and the yeah oh wow yeah so that
1: was a component that was totally new to me but the main thing that I think was profoundly transformative that ended up being really the ground from which the podcast came from was this work around really understanding the technology, like the how-to of how to move the emotions through the body. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was doing that work simultaneously while in a non-viable marriage, but a perfect cauldron for transformation kind of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because the healer and the and the husband, the I call him, you know, instead of ex-husband. You're <laughs> welcome to use that, anyone who's listening. <laughs> um, but they had the same name, fascinatingly. And, and the healer's last name was Grand. So it was like this sandwich that totally changed my life. And in the years since I ended the work with the healer and ended the marriage, I started to realize that I had this sense of well-being and worth and self love that I really truly didn't think was possible for me. And that I also did not see around me. And, um, it felt like the podcast was the way to bring that gift forward and to share, you know, the thing that really made the difference for me after spending at that point, you know, 23, 24 years relentlessly studying healing. And so the healing, feeling shit show, um, Emotional potty training for grownups is the first season is really not so much a podcast. It's a transformational course on feelings. The second season is more like a podcast, lots of fascinating interviews with people about healing. Um, There's live therapy throughout it, but it's really the way that I am able to bring forward the single most effective like, piece that I think we all really need to have in place in order to have well-being.
0: So why have you always felt, now just slightly going back, I don't want to. Sure. Yeah, yeah, whatever you it, but sorry that you went through like suicide you know your boyfriend going through suicide and going through all that emotion such at a young age as well because that must have taken its toll on you absolutely growing up, growing up you know yeah especially being a teenage youth where you're yeah. coming into adolescence you're changing everything's you know shifting and moving so to gain that perspective at such a young age that must have been a massive shift for you to realize like this is now what I need to do and maybe what I want to do
1: yeah it wasn't it was really alienating I mean I was suddenly not in any way relating to my peers even peers who went through the death with me you know people who knew him just to be rocked at such a deep level and um, yeah it just changed my whole orientation and perspective and what matters and uh, but it it, you know it it was quite a journey to you know, and, and in some way, what's beautiful now is I'm able to sit in both what a profound gift it was. Like I could never, there was a point in my life pretty early on where I just couldn't regret that it happened to me because it changed me so much. It's like to regret that it happened would be to regret who I was. Mm. So I'm able to hold that, that there really is, I am now a profoundly skilled and gifted companion for healing and I'm doing a lot of good with it and it's really beautiful And, you know, and it also was intensely scarring and it made, you know, um, and crippling in some way. And, and, you know, certainly with relationships, that has been the harder side of the journey, personal relationships. Um, But just, you know, it's, it's, I think a lot of people who would have gone through something like that wouldn't have made it. You know, it's like whether falling into drugs and alcohol or their own suicide. I tried to stop him from committing suicide by saying I would commit suicide. Um, oh, so it's just, you know, so it's just holding both that like, and I do think that our, you know, what breaks us is generally what brings us alive and makes us, you know, brings out our gifts and it's not easy.
0: <laughs> no, it's not easy. You, you, you're yeah. right. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're absolutely right. What you said there. It's about the shit that we go through, you know, makes us evolve into something else that we could probably never even imagine like personal right. on, on a personal level for me. I could never think I could be where I'm at now, which is not a massive stature. It's nowhere near where I want to be. But looking back to where I was, to look at where I am now, it's all because of the crap I went through.
1: Right. Yep.
0: And it's I can't hate, Yeah, like you said, and you can't hate on it because to hate on it is to hate on who you are Yourself. now. Yourself. Yeah. 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 Right. So, and and it's just that's a really strange concept because I I really kind of hate what happened to me, but I also love the person I am now. Yeah. So you, you're still on this kind right. of a, kind of a fence. Yeah so your profession where's it taking you like things that you've seen things that you've heard things that you've done I know you talked a little bit about getting back to that those early kind of um being one with earth and nature but I see you're quite well traveled mm-hmm. so is that due to your due to your job as well or looking to get more experience of things that cult different cultures
1: I mean you know when I was I spent a year living in Nepal and um in college and um I've traveled a lot through India, but, but that was probably the most, most of the travel I've done in my life has been more about pleasure um, and enjoyment. And I've, I've followed Radiohead in, in multiple countries, but um, (laughs) you know where it really takes me, my work and is like deep into, I mean, it's taken me just so deeply into my own inner world and and deeply into the inner world of of you know hundreds of people um it's really an honor and privilege to be able to walk alongside someone and give some of the you know help with some of the skills they need to um truly transform and heal and so um and and i think that the podcast has been really fascinating and fun for me because it opens up um it's really opened up the door for me to use my skills and know-how in much more creative ways and much more collaborative ways. You know, there's something so intimate about one-on-one psychotherapy and it's deeply meaningful and I have no rush or desire to not do it. And there's a way that, you know, it took me so many years to learn how to be my funky weird self and to get strong enough to be myself. And I've been through so much hardship that I do feel like there's a way that at this point it's like I can be really useful by sharing it in a different, you know, avenue and a larger scale. And so that's just been really, you know, fun and interesting. And I've met a lot of fantastic people collaborated with other podcasts and um, you know, starting, I lead courses now through the material, but yeah, it's been really, I feel like I've, you know, it's more of like an inward journey, but really getting the heart of what does it mean to be a human person and how is it that we all have these parts that don't feel lovable or like we're enough. And how do you actually transform them so we so we can feel otherwise? And, the, and what's so beautiful is when that process happens, when someone deeply integrates their pain and these wounded experiences and these wounded parts, I think what happens is there's this very natural um, alignment to who the person actually is. And then this deep, you know desire for most people to be helpful. I think when we heal and when we learn to like really love who we are and how we got here, the desire is to share it. And so I think like, you know, my own little personal contribution to the healing of the world is just the more people I can help love themselves truly and be able to be empathic to their own pain, the more they're going to be able to be empathic to others' pain and I think without that, we're really screwed. You know, we're all just running away and addicted and distracted and wanting to exploit others and get, 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 because we think it'll relieve our suffering. And of course it doesn't. So the only yeah. thing that relieves suffering is feeling the suffering. <laughs> <laughs> well, in moving your feelings through like a good poop. So anyway, it feels very deep, this work. Um, but yeah, thanks for wow. asking.
0: No, no, you, you talk a really, uh, really good game, but it's not a game. Just use that word lightly. Yeah. Like you, I can listen to you talk quite intensely, actually quite deep, which is really nice to <laughs> really nice to hear. I was going to ask you a few questions, but I think you've answered a lot of them. Just from just your natural kind of flow and the way you mm-hmm. are, you know, you're definitely a podcaster.
1: <laughs> I'm, I've always been really wordy. It's like, and yeah. that's part of why I think it's useful to have this bigger platform is, you know, being able—you know—some people are just more verbal, and I'm just, for better and worse, I'm really verbal, and so it's—it's it's a fun way to use how I am in a mm-hmm. way that serves people.
0: No, I get it. My like—I remember when I was a kid, my teachers always say, "Ryan Smith, your voice is going or your voice, your mouth's going to get you into trouble, young man." And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll as i well use it. Yeah. Well, I'll as I'll well use it and see what see what happens with it, you know. So, okay, so the just quickly again going back to the podcast yeah where's that name come from you know you i know you touched upon it but all the names because when i found you on clubhouse and i saw and i went to your uh so called your bio Uh uh-huh like the the healing feeling i was like what name is that for a podcast yeah but actually the more i say it the more kind of rolls off your tongue (laughs) you know
1: yeah you should hear the jingle Want me to sing it to you?
0: Yeah, go if you want to.
1: This is the healing feeling shit show. Are you gonna have your feelings and let it go? There is no other way to feel whole. This is the healing feeling shit show. Flush. And then it ends with a toilet flushing. All right, let's talk about the title. Ryan, let me ask you a question. Oh. When you you woke up this morning and you had that (laughs) rumbling, like... Cramping feeling in your guts, letting you know you had to take a poop. Did you buy something, eat something, smoke something, try to get validation on social media, or what did you do? I just went. You went to the bathroom, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you're emotionally or you're you're potty trained. You you were taught that that feeling. The only way to get rid of that feeling is to go to wherever you do it. But most of us in toilets, um, and take a shit or leave a shit. It's really we're leaving the shit. And, and then you feel lighter and brighter and less full of shit. And it's a great thing. And you don't think to yourself, well, I shat yesterday, you know, or like, what's wrong with me? Or like all, my, you don't look in the, po- the bowl and think all your shits are going to be like that because you know, <laughs> it's just one shit. Your shits are all going to be different and that you know that you have to shit. Well, so sadly, we were not emotionally potty trained. What are emotions? The way I define it is intense sensations rolling in squads. So there's these like clusters of intense feeling in the body. They, they move and they're often like, you know, as uncomfortable as the feeling that you have to take a dump immediately. But we weren't trained that, you know, what to do with them. And so instead of going to move them through us and being done with it, we are all pretty much trying to distract and consume ourselves away from our feelings and away from our pain. And we're living in an economy that is literally profiting off of us Believing that we won't have that discomfort or that emotional pain if we give them all our money. And it's services, apps, products, sweaters, drugs, alcohol, food, all of it, right? And so, what the Healing Feeling Shit Show is, is it's basically helping people understand through the metaphor of digestion that we need to learn to move our feelings through us the same way we move our shit through us to get to a place. You know, because it's not always, if you're at work and you're sitting at a desk or you're like in your bed, it's not always the place right where you are to shit. You sometimes have to get yourself to a place to do it, right? Or you always do. And it's similar with feelings. If I was in the middle of this interview, I suddenly got a wave of shame. I probably wouldn't just be like, one second, Ryan, let me just cry and like, you know, soothe or like fight my shame out of my system. It's not the place, right? But as soon as you can, you know, to, to turn toward the feeling in a way that enables you to connect with it. And then what I'm, and basically try to have the experience where the feeling moves through you. And the whole podcast is that, you know, that sounds really good, right? That's like an immediate, we all get that immediately because we understand.
0: It sounds perfect. It makes perfect sense to me now. And what a great analogy as well. I might use that analogy. Yeah, you you definitely. You you know, you need a shit. It's like dumping your emotions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so the problem is the reason why like my first season is I think about 20 hours um, is that after spending 10, 20, 30, 40 years trying to not have our feelings, which everyone's done, even if they don't know they've done it, we're all subtly conditioned out of our emotions or aspects of our emotions. Most people, and particularly men, that's part of why I keep going in the men's rooms is like, they've had the worst conditioning about how men shouldn't have feelings. And so when you, even if once you decide, all right, feelings seem cool. I'm seeing the memes on Instagram. I'm into it. I want to get in my feelings. I'm a yes for that, it's actually hard work. And so what I'm teaching is like the mechanics of how do you move your awareness into that part of you that's hurting? How do you create a strong enough connection to that part where you actually have access to the pain? And then how do you move it? And so I, I break down what I, what I call the primary colors of emotion, the most basic forms of emotion. Um, in general, they're happy, mad, sad, scared. For the podcast, what I deal with is the wounded emotions. So I deal with anger or mad, um, sad, fear and shame. And shame is really what I have found to be at the crux of most of our emotional wounds. It's that sense of, am I okay as I am? Do I belong? Am I, am I enough? And so basically there's um, each of those, I go into the, you know, it starts with the journey of the podcast is like, first I have to get you on board, have your feelings there's like six hours of my clients woven in talking about what happened for them when they had their feelings. So I get you on board. And then I help you understand why you're wounded in the first place, how we're all wounded. And we can talk about that if you want. It's all about attachment theory. And then um, how do you actually, actually the suicide story, episode four is the memoir version of um, my first love suicide. It's really beautiful. If you need a good cry, if you need a feeling poop party with tears.
0: I'm a big crier. I'm always crying. Yeah, that's so
1: great. And then I go into the mechanics of like, how do you actually have the feelings? So there's a 90 minute episode on that. The next episode is, oh, that sounded easier. Actually, how do you, it's troubleshooting and there's all kinds of problems people get into. And then I break down those four feelings with just tremendous amounts of like logistics, both on the energetic level. Like what, what is the energetic release of anger? Like it's different than the energetic release of fear. And Mm -hmm. those are kind of like the core the two basic patterns. Sometimes we explode, sometimes we implode. And someone's emotional system needs to be able to do both. And then fear and shame are more of a a blend of their their different ways to work. But I give all kinds of like, kind of understanding the emotion, what it looks like in balance and out of balance. And then a lot of practical steps on how you could move it, you know, from like everything from like chopping wood, to getting in a bathtub and trying to self-soothe and cry, to having fear, erratic fear dance parties. So it's really just getting down and dirty with it. And then the last two episodes, there's an episode on well, what do emotionally potty train grown-ups look like in a relationship? And then the last episode is what does what do you do with your life once you finally start having your feelings and you realize you hate your wife, you hate your job, you're actually gay, whatever it is. It's like how do you and how do you actually fully integrate the healing so that you can finally trust yourself? It's like this rite of passage kind of stuff. So it's really profound journey of like the mechanics of how to recalibrate and heal and utilize the emotional system in the body in the way it's intended
0: wow wow it's in depth this is, yeah. all free, this is all free content people it's true if you want to get in touch with your emotions let's go to the healing feeling shit show
1: yeah and season one is really what's going to change your life season two is entertaining it's great but um I will just say if anyone wants, it's on all the podcast places. It actually, for whatever reason it did, it's beautifully scored. There's amazing music. And um, I got iTunes new and noteworthy for all eight weeks in all of my categories. Wow. But at this point, iTunes um, and, and the other places, they've buried season one. So you have to scroll down and like press, see more episodes, see more episodes, and then see all episodes. If you're looking there, I'm, I'm actually probably going to change the time release so that they're on the top just because this is this is what I want the world to receive from me. But yeah, it's free. It's crazy. It's like, and it feels so great because I charge a lot of money to do the one-on-one work. And so it feels so good that anyone who has access to the internet has the best of what I am offering.
0: Which is pretty like everyone.
1: Pretty much everyone. I mean, not everyone, but probably the people who don't have it are probably not in places. I mean, you know, who knows? I do think it's a privilege to be able to like, actively look at our healing i mean i think we all ideally would be doing it but just acknowledging that
0: yeah you know. that, uh, you, well just you chucked it you crammed a lot into that like a lot it was all good mind you all good yeah yeah like brilliant well I we think.
1: only have a half an hour so i'm better well, of course, just yeah, drop we're, it we're
0: close to the <laughs> end but yeah but just quickly i just want to touch upon what you said about yeah the Andrew emotions. I, I had a instant yesterday with my um so yesterday was the one year anniversary of my grandfather's death mm. And my dad called me up, and he said, "Do you ever think about? Do you, do you realize? Do you ever think about it?" And I was like, "No, I don't. Just a just a passing comment." But then he got really angry, mm. like like mm-hmm. he just thought I dismissed it, and I was empathetic, and I kind of uh, bit a little bit at it. But then I realized that he's not really mad; he's just sad. sad. Yeah, you know, and he doesn't know how to deal with that. Yeah, you know, was, and was, I just found this a generational thing. And yeah,
1: absolutely. I'm
0: in this generation where I'm kind of exploring and I'm reflecting, but like my dad, and I'm not to, I don't want to generalize a lot of people, but that kind of era, yeah. I find it really difficult to um, look inwards.
1: Well, they were only really given permission to feel anger. It's like, you know, they're angry. an angry man can be seen as a strong man, whereas a, a scared man or a sad man is, you know, it's not societally endorsed um my dad also goes to anger when he's feeling other feelings um and you know yeah i do think we're we're changing the culture i mean and anger by itself ideally we don't want to dump anger on others but anger is actually it's got the worst rap in the emotional pantheon let's say and um even in therapeutic and growth communities people want to manage it and you know it's very taboo and i actually think anger is when when you're just you know kind of lessening your explosive pile of rage inside so you're less explosive with others and you're also not turning it on yourself when you're just having little like anger tantrums that are safe and oh, contained.
0: Yeah, I have them all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. And and it actually, and then once we can clear our backlog of unfelt anger um, or over leaned on anger, then I think anger can be this really beautiful sign that something's not right. But yeah, what you just described about your dad, I mean, bless his heart. And, you know, I'm glad that you're you know evolution's happening and we're changing the pathway
0: for- yeah fingers you know fingers crossed with one kind of analogy i always remember about um anger and sadness it's like oil and water mm. you have a mix and oil always rises to the top and sort of like anger will always rise to the top right. of the sadness. Huh. yeah so I was of well that it's now.
1: interesting yeah and i think when people start getting in touch with their anger then often what's what's underneath are there layers of sadness i mean sadly like none of these or are not sadly but just it's, you know, organically, none of these emotions are black and white. And usually when we start feeling our feelings, it'll be a little bit of a lot of them mixed together. And so it's really this dance when you're trying to move them of like, what's happening now, you might start off feeling really angry and then really need to cry. Or you might be like flooded with shame and how you're a shithead and then realize, wait a second, I'm giving into it again. I want to fight back and then actually stand up and do anger work as a, as a means of like, of fighting back. So it's really a nuanced dance, but um, glad yeah. we're all glad it's happening.
0: Almost oh, definitely, I, I'm I'm studying to be um NLP practitioner. Oh, so nice! I'm gonna get certified. To send, gonna send away t- tonight or tomorrow for my thing. But they always say the presenting problem is never the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I always try to keep that in the forefront of my mind if I'm work with anybody or just family as well and myself included. And right. I was I was pissed off the other day, and my, my wife was like you okay yeah and if the smallest things just bugging me and i'm like i'm sorry that's this is not the issue i got i got a deeper issue that i just can't externally you know give to you right now or whatever so Uh now this is incredible work you're doing man incredible work thank you and what what a lot of knowledge you drop in today as well i'm also going to do a tally how many times we said shit tonight? It's
1: oh, got to be
0: 30 great. plus maybe. Easy, right? Easy. Okay. You'll
1: definitely have to let me know.
0: <laughs> Will do. Just a couple of questions just to finish sure. off. Just make a little, side like, but it's a light episode anyway. Okay, so um, <clears throat> in 150 years, scientists failed to save us and all that's left about us is a book. A book about your life. Mm-hmm. What's the title of that book? Hmm. She healed. She healed. Okay, cool. Uh what makes you feel inspired or like your best self?
1: Music, moving my body to music, dancing to music.
0: Yeah, it's the best, right? It's the best. It's forward. the best.
1: Absolutely the best. Yeah. So you know,
0: I um I bought just dance and a game on the Xbox One for like, nice. my daughter, but it's more for me. And every uh-huh. day this week I'm doing 30 minutes of sweat mode just dance it's not even That's exercise so it's just great. fun it's just brilliant so fun it's yeah best.
1: and exercise too i am really committed to exercise i would literally be insane if i didn't exercise
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh, me too me too <laughs> in my life um what did you want to be when you grew up
1: well, my first goal was either um, a pediatric surgeon, a writer or a waitress. But <laughs> I I knew I was going to, I was like, as a kid, I was like, well, they leave money on the table. <laughs>
0: I'm taking that job. <laughs> um, but,
1: but by 18, I knew I was going to be a psychotherapist, you know, because the, you know, because what happened, what got me on the path happened so young. It was pretty clear to me by college and of course even high school. Yeah.
0: Is that one bit of, advice that you give to someone who's going through similar or similar experience or went through a similar experience? or the one kind of advice you would like to give to help someone move forward?
1: Yeah, that the, that the way out is through and that you know the best way to feel better is to feel how bad you feel and to resource yourself, figure out what kind of scaffolding, what kind of support you need to actually be able to turn toward what you're going through and really show up to it with presence and curiosity and care care is a big one learning to care for ourselves and our wounded parts and just like change is the the only constant it will change um but you know the way we heal is to actually get closer to what's hard not not try to escape it
0: oh most definitely yeah you gotta run into your fear sometimes right like mm-hmm. I, know I know it's like it's an awful thing to do it's so hard to do but the moment you get through it oh, you can just breathe yeah. i'm a bit yeah. advocate of breathing just to just take that deep breath, mm. like that longing, healthy breath. Yeah. It's the best feeling in the world.
1: Thanks for um, the reminder.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. And did I miss anything? Is there anything else that you would like to mention on tonight's episode?
1: Um, well, I just think if anyone, uh, you know, check out the podcast. And also, I don't know how it would go if most of your listeners are on that time zone. But I am, in May, going to be leading a six-week group program through the podcast. So for people who want a little more containment... And and there's an option to do it with one-on-ones with me, which makes it a little more expensive. There's an option to do it without, but with Zoom and modern technology, people could from wherever they are in the world join that course. And um, if this appeals to you, if you want to learn how to move your feelings through your body with support with a group of a small group of people, um, that's starting the first week of May. Um, And you can get information about that on healingfeelingshitshow.com. dot com. Also. There's one more other thing that's really cool that's out there that's useful for folks and a way for them to connect more to me, which is I created a quiz called yourcorewound.com, or that's where it is. And it basically tells you what is the emotional tone, not so much of your core wound because everyone's core wound is kind of like shame and worthlessness at some level and belonging. But like, what is the tone of the way you have a backlog? So is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it fear? Is it shame? And so it takes about five minutes to take that quiz, but it will send me your results. I look at everyone's results, put it into my system. I send you a module of the episode that connects to what you're going through and just some tips on how to work with that emotion. Wow. Um, and then when I do send emails out, which I don't do because I don't want emails. I don't think you do either. <laughs> but occasionally I send out emails. I'm not, I'm not the best on the business side of that, but um, you'll get them because it will, it will give me your email and I'll put you in my list. But those are just the ways that I can be of service to you. And, and just the last thing is just, you know, just trust your feelings, and there's no need. Just like we have, just like we shit, we have we feel like shit sometimes, and it's human. And the more we can just be kind to ourselves and lean into it, um, the less less of a terrible world we'll live in, and the more peace we'll have inside.
0: most definitely, most definitely. Thank and you. just
1: thank you, thank you oh. so much. I know it's a big deal having a podcast, and you know, having gotten hit up, it's like a big deal to bring someone into your audience. And so I'm really honored and um, it's lovely to meet you also.
0: You too. And the pleasure is all mine. And thank you again. And where can people find you as well?
1: Um, well, healingfeelingshitshow.com. I am on Clubhouse under Rachel Kaplan or HFSS podcast on Clubhouse. And I'm on Instagram. Cool. And I'm trying to amp up my Instagram game because I'm trying to get the book version of the of season one out. And they care. How many followers I have. So wow. <laughs> jump into Instagram and help me get my book out. But healingfeelingshitshow.com. Healingfeelingshitshow, everything. On all the, po- you know, just that's, that's where I am right now.
0: That's you. That's your brand. That's who you are. Yeah,
1: I'm in, I'm in the toilet right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the loo.
0: <laughs> Remember, guys, if you just want to, yeah, take your emotional shits on a day-to-day. Yeah.
1: You'll yeah. feel better.
0: You'll feel yeah, better you like, like your physical ones, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks again for being on the show.
1: My it's pleasure. Fantastic
0: having you on. And guys, if this story echoed with any of you, then please help spread the awareness by liking, sharing, and leaving a review. Also, if you have a story that you would like to share on the podcast, then please email me at positive self storyteller at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to connect with me, then please just type in positive self storyteller on all the socials. Thanks again to my guest. It's been an amazing episode. And remember, guys, if you want a new chapter in your life, then just turn the page. See ya we <music>